Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Now You Know podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Vega. Hey, God bless you. This is Pastor Mark Vega with another episode of Now You Know. Tonight, we're going to cover part two of Escaping the Trap of Comparison. I'm going to tell you, it is going to be phenomenal. God bless you, ladies. I'm here with Esther Omeban, the Nigerian powerhouse, and the one and only Miss Lisa Vega, my wife of 27 years. How are y'all doing tonight? Doing great. Doing great. Looking forward to part two. Yes, glad to be here tonight. Yes, yeah, so let's let's jump right in. So just going back to social media real quick, right? And and this is a question I want to pose here at the end of my comment. But our church is affiliated with the Assemblies of God, right? Right. And on a yearly basis, we're supposed to fill out this ACMR report. Right. That ACMR report is basically it's a, it's a lengthy report, but it's asking us very specific questions. As far as since we're pastors, how many people we have as members, how many regular attendees, how many baptisms, how many salvations. But that's with the intent of the Assemblies of God having a general census mm -hmm. of what has taken place throughout the year within their churches. Yes. Why is it that some pastors feel the need not just to fill out their yearly report if they're doing that? Right. Why do they feel the need to every Sunday post on social media? Praise be to God, so many people got saved, so many people were right. baptized. Why is it that you think that some pastors feel the need to do that? And does that stem from a place of insecurity or a feeling of needing to prove something to someone that they have to be constantly generating those reports on a regular basis? I'm going to say both. I'm going to say both. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot at it. I'm going to say both. Sometimes it's done in a good spirit. Man, you're proud of what God is doing. Sometimes you have a war, a vendetta against someone. Nobody knows about it. You're not really posting for everyone. You're just trying to decapitate that head and proving to that person who hurt you wow. because you're still offended that, hey, I'm surviving without you mm -hmm. and I'm thriving without you. Problem with that is because it's social media muscles. It's not that crucial conversation. You'd be better served just having a crucial conversation with that person, meeting them in a the Starbucks and just airing it out, you're, you're doing what that pastor on Sundays is, is doing that doesn't meet with the person because he's passive aggressive, but brings out points that should be brought out in the office, brings it out in the sermon. Problem with that is he's decapitating two, 300 people at a time. And a lot of people then get hurt because the points weren't even relevant and weren't even, it wasn't even towards them. I, that's how I, that's how I see that. So it's a great question, but that's how I see that. So does comparison stem from insecurity? Absolutely. Comparison stems from insecurity, not only insecurity, but it stems from not knowing that you are already accepted, not knowing that you are secure, and not knowing that you are significant. And that's, that's scripture. I am accepted. I'm a child of God. I'm a disciple of Christ. I have been justified. I'm united with the Lord. I've been bought with a price. I'm a member of Christ's body. I have been chosen by God, adopted as a son. I am redeemed. I am forgiven. I am complete in Christ. I have direct access to the throne of grace through Christ Jesus. I am accepted. Follow me or not, I'm accepted. I'm secure in Christ. 
I am free from condemnation. I am assured that God works for my good in all circumstances. I'm free from condemnation brought against me. I cannot be separated from God's love. I've been established. I'm hidden in Christ. I'm confident in Christ. I'm a citizen of heaven. I've been brought. I'm seated at the right hand with Jesus. What can man do unto me? Right. Unfriend me? <laughs> Not approve of me? I don't care what you what, what you approve or what you don't. And I'm significant. I'm important in the kingdom of heaven. I exercise my authority. I am a branch of Jesus Christ. I am a true vine. I'm a channel, God's temple. I'm a minister of reconciliation. I'm seated with Jesus. I'm workmanship. I can do all things. I can suffer all things through Christ who strengthens me, Lisa and Esther. And I'm going to tell you what, because of that, I do not, I will not buck, I will not retard, I will not regress, I will not bow down to the spirit of comparison. The only one we should be comparing ourselves to is Christ. If we say that we are in him, then let us live as Christ lived. Let us walk as he walked. Let us talk as he talked. Let's compare ourselves to Jesus. That's right. Because that's a healthy comparison. That's right. Right. Look at look at James, right? And I don't want to hijack the rest of this, but I just want to say James 4.1 is powerful because he is establishing the fact, and again, this is Jesus' half-brother. He knows something about comparison because he would compare himself with Jesus. And in 4.1, he says, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Listen to that. James is saying, yo, you're jacked up because you have fires, desires, wars internally that you have not put out. And a conduct is broken. Broken. Shattered. Shattered. I'm tired of getting on social media, seeing prophets trying to outdo themselves, seeing singers trying to outdo themselves, seeing people trying to outdo men. Let's, let's, let's. Let's cheer for each other. Let's hold each other accountable. Let's love each other. Let's celebrate each other. We don't need churches to close down, not in this day and age. We need churches to stay open, to multiply. And whenever I hear that churches are multiplying, man, I am a fan of that. Mm -hmm. I am a fan of that. I know, I know my call. I know my purpose. I know my mantle. I know what God has called me for. I know my capacity, I know what I am good at, and I know what I stink at. I know what I suck at, I know what I'm good at. And I don't want to do what I'm not good at, and I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to continue to try to keep up with the Joneses. We're not with the, that, that's 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 not that is not what God called you to do. We cannot continue living the lives that we are living in the name of faith, Christianity, clergy, leadership, etc. You're called, you're anointed, you're appointed. Celebrate the fact that we've 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 we failed, we will continue failing, but we fail forward in the words of John Maxwell, we fail forward, you keep it moving, and we learn every single day that Jesus reigns supreme. And as long as we love him and as long as we celebrate what he has called us to do, Listen, we're going to live with joy and we're going to live with freedom and we're going to then and only then live a life of gratitude. Then we'll say, Esther, gra gratitude is the attitude. That's right. Because we're going to thank God for absolutely everything and anything. Don't compare yourself. It's truly impossible to love someone, in my opinion, 
if you're jealous of them. Right. Because jealousy is a manifestation of not getting what you want. That's right. And so when someone is 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 denied a, a loan, a house, you do you know there was a study? Do you know there was a study? Listen to this. There's a study. There's, I don't remember the statistic. I don't remember the statistic. I wish I had it, but it was a pretty, pretty big statistic, a big number. When people apply for a home loan and they get denied for the home loan, I want to say from 60 to 70% bought a car. Car. What does a car have to do with a home? Nothing. But it's a consolation prize. And it says, far be it from me to not show something. Right, right. Far be it from me to show up empty-handed. I didn't get the loan, but listen, I got a $50,000 car. Right, right. We lose. We lose. We get in debt. We get into further debt. We lose. And that's what comparison does. Comparison gives you... A, 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 it gives you the delusion that you have everything under control. Meanwhile, you're upside down like a turtle, getting getting destroyed by prey in the name of pride and jealousy. It's a spirit, and I believe that spirit needs to be broken. Well, you were just mentioning James chapter 4, but if we were to read a little further up in James chapter 3, again, of the Message Bible, it says, and this is 3.16, I believe it says, whenever you're trying to look better than others or get the better of others, things fall apart and everyone ends up at the other's throats. Wow. And Esther and I were having this discussion, and when we look up what that means, get the better of someone in the Cambridge Dictionary, it says, if the feeling gets the better of you, you cannot stop yourself from allowing that feeling to make you do something despite knowing that what you are doing is wrong. Wow. And I think that goes in line with the example that you just gave, meaning when somebody is denied a mortgage for a home, then they feel the need to buy a car. Even if they don't need the car or even if they're getting into debt that they can't afford to get into, they're going to do it anyways because it's getting the better of them. It's that feeling that they cannot stop th themselves from doing that one thing that they shouldn't be doing, even though they know it's wrong. And that's what the scripture is telling us. Yeah. yeah. It says, whenever you're trying to look better than others or get the better of others, things fall apart and everyone ends up at the other's throats. So whenever we fall into that trap, again, of comparison or wanting to be better than someone or to get the better of someone else because it's that feeling that we just cannot control then it says it's just going to fall apart your life's just going to fall apart yes things are going to just fall apart yes that's when we fail to see the favor the grace of god the blessings of the lord because we're choosing to take matters into our own hands because of how we're feeling mm -hmm. instead of uh, allowing ourselves, you know what? It was a difficult moment. We thought we were going to get this house. It didn't come through. Instead of allowing that feeling to overtake you and feeling the need to, okay, well, then let me get the consolation prize, which is the car, is to understand 
well, Lord, if it didn't come out now, it's it's because it wasn't within your will. Sure. And I'm content where I'm at. And I know that if 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 it is your will for me to get into a new house, then you're going to allow it to happen at your time. Sure. But not feel the need to to take matters into your own hands. And before you know it, as the scripture says, things are just going to fall apart. Giving birth to Ishmael, not Isaac. That's right. And I think it's that juncture, though. That's the... That is where the blessing or that's where we get the blessing of God or we fall into the trap mm. is when it doesn't work out or when I'm in the place where I'm tempted to compare myself. It's not the temptation to compare yourself or to do the, it's what you do at that juncture is what will either lead you to the trap or it will lead you to a place of freedom and getting to where the blessings of God is. Like that prayer that you just made of, it didn't work out. That doesn't mean it won't hurt. That doesn't mean you won't feel disappointed. That doesn't mean you won't feel a certain weight, but it's what you do with those emotions that will cause you to either be to move forward in life or to stay stuck. That's good. You know, that prayer, Lord, this hurt, Lord, I I didn't get what I wanted, but I'm grateful. I'm going to do the opposite of what I feel. I'm going to begin to thank God. I'm going to begin to celebrate others. That's where you start to see the blessing of God in your life. That's powerful. And that goes in line with just going back to the beginning of our conversation. And that goes in line with the example that you gave, Pastor Mark, as far as you and myself, you know, being married 27 years, not having biological children. Doesn't mean that we didn't try. And it doesn't mean that there were moments that we believed that we were going to get pregnant and it didn't happen. (laughs) But at that moment, Yes, it affected us, Esther, as you were just stating. Of course, we're natural, we're human. But then we came to the understanding, well, if it didn't happen, it isn't because God is incapable of doing it. It's just not within his time to do it, which goes back to what we were talking about earlier, and that is paying paying attention to your own call, Pastor Mark. And that is when you understand your call, you understand that when things don't work out in your life or things don't happen the way you plan it, it's because it's not within your call. That's right. That's it's good. not within your call. And that's why you can't compare yourself to someone else because their call is not your call and vice versa. When you understand your call, you know, Lord, I don't really understand why this didn't happen um, for me because I've been believing you for it. And I thought this is something you wanted to do in my life. But because I know you've called me and I have a very specific assignment, I understand that if it didn't happen, it's because it's not what's in call. That's powerful. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And the temptation sometimes to disassociate ourselves from places, incubators, you know, places that formed us, that made us, you know, and we, we do our best to disassociate because we're in competition with people. We're in competition with even, even fathers that God put by your side. Listen, I, I, I thank God for Ignite School of Ministry. I thank God for the thousands that it has blessed and impacted. And I thank God. I don't make no bones about it. I thank God because there is no school of ministry like Ignite School of Ministry. And I don't say that pompously or arrogantly. I say that confidently. There's no school of ministry like Ignite School. We're saying a gig. We've been doing this for 15 years. The next 15 years are going to be even stronger, even better. We're going wider. We're going deeper. But I far be it for me to disassociate from people that God placed in my life. 
like the Raymond Carrions, like the Don Evans, like people that God placed in my life to form me, to make me, to build me, you know, SMD, you know, FMD back in the day, Southeastern School, Spanish District. That was my incubator, Bible Institute. Yeah, I'm a PhD student now, but I'm a, inst I'm a product of Bible Institute. People like Jeronimo Perez Jr., people that were my teachers, uh, people like Montero, you know, man, that, that are still going at it. I failed hermeneutics and hermeneutics. Mm -hmm. I failed hermeneutics and, and homiletics. I know that I did not have the capacity to do what I'm doing today. And I made no bones about that. But I know the mantle I carry. I know that words are not defined by Webster. They're defined by the weight and the glory that's riding on. And so be of good cheer. Break the spirit of comparison. Let's say a prayer for those that are listening, whether you're in your car, whether you're walking in your school, whether you're working. I want to say a prayer, and I pray that in the name of Jesus, that you be free today from all comparison, that you break that cycle, break that chain. And here's the antidote. The antidote is celebrate. Celebrate somebody's good fortune. Celebrate somebody's goodwill. Send somebody a text. Get excited about their, what they're, whether it's their weight loss, whether it's their house, whether it's their car. Man, let them know. Man, that's a nice car. That's a nice house. Man, you know what? Compliment compliment them, speak well of them. Even if your deceitful heart is negating what's coming out of your mouth, let your spirit override your soul and let your spirit override your flesh. The Bible says that the spirit of man sustains his infirmities. So your, your mind might be saying, I'm glad you failed, but your spirit is saying, I'm glad I'm glad I'm here and I'm going to help you succeed and be better and do bigger things than what you can do on your own. We're going to work this thing together and forgive. You know, so many things that, that are involved in this, but I want to pray for you, Father, in Jesus' name. I pray for those that are listening, those that are bound, that person, that man, woman, boy, girl, that female, that pastor that's bound by comparison, bound in jealousy, spouse doesn't even know, but they're, it's, it's rotting their bones. It's rotting their bones. It's eroding their faith. It's, it's expediting death. It's bringing infirmity. It's bringing ulcers. It's bringing stress. It's raising blood pressure. Lord, I pray that in Jesus' name, there would be a release right now my God, of divine deliverance over those that are listening today, that they would understand what you call them to do, that Galatians 6-4 would be a mantra, a constitution for them, my God, and that they would understand that they're not in competition with anyone but the devil. And Lord, let them know that they need to compare themselves to you so that we can walk like you, move like you, talk like you, act like you. Holy Spirit, you are a comforter, you're a guide. We pray for divine joy in the name of Jesus, not a hidden joy, not, not sporadic joy, genuine joy, genuine celebration, loving people, and just speaking goodwill and good fortune, not only in Christmas time, not only on the holidays, but every day, that Christmas, that every day would be Christmas, Lord. 
that we would understand the magnitude of your son coming and dying and, 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 and being raised from the dead and ascending and us sitting right beside him. That is our spiritual posture. And for that, we are eternally grateful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, ladies, thank you. This has been amazing. My pleasure. Enjoyed it. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you for just good times. And we pray that you would share this. Send us send us some feedback. And don't forget, every Monday a fresh episode drops. Make sure you 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 send a link. Send the link out to about 10, 20 people that you know that have a have some sort of a uh, comparison issue. And uh <laughs> And they might even keep comparing themselves to you, but send it to them and be of good cheer. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.